0: Yeah, I was kind of chorus member number two. I don't know if the cheers were particularly for me. My parents were, but otherwise, I don't know if the cheers were particularly for me. I was doing it for the art, not for the roar of the crowd. Ask me a hard question, and I'll give you an easy evasion. Welcome to the Aloha Friday podcast, coming from the Landsberg Law Office in the historic penthouse suite of the Executive Center in downtown Honolulu. Here we talk to the most interesting people we know. From current events, to how they got to where they are, to how they see the world. And now, your co-hosts of the Aloha Friday podcast, Marcus Landsberg and Naomi Cooper Christensen.
1: Aloha. Hello. Hello. This is Aloha Friday podcast. This is Naomi Cooper Christensen with Marcus Landsberg, And we are hey, in Hey, Naomi. Here. How are you doing today? Yes. Hi. I am doing great. Um, we're actually going to interview... Marcus, just for a little bit, because some of our conversation that was offline needs to be online for all of you to hear. Um, Particularly your improv actors group. I'm sorry, what? You have a bunch of improv actors that you bring in every once in a while. Is that what I heard?
0: No, I think that was a big uh, misunderstanding. There was a time period a number of years ago, because my day job is as a trial attorney. There's a, time period a number of years ago where i couldn't get a trial for whatever reason the position i was in uh wasn't a jury trial position and i needed an outlet so i joined an improv class wow and I, yeah no it was you know there was a number of things going on i had uh gone through a breakup i couldn't get a jury trial i had a buddy where we had made a pact to be to find out interesting things and just take classes and do interesting <laughs> stuff. And so, uh, uh, we motivate each other. I, I think he found it actually. I think it was my idea and that he found it. And I said, Oh, Oh, we were serious. Um, okay. And, wow. uh, yeah, we signed up for the class. I took it for a while and I made friends with everybody. So through that, I made friends with a lot of people in the local arts community especially the local comedy and improv community, which are very, very small, very, very tight knit. And since then I've kept in touch with all of them. So since that time I was the sponsor of the, of Hawaii's first sketch comedy festival.
1: No was, way. Uh, no sponsor,
0: way. And then just a month or two ago, right before the, right before the, uh, sort of stay at home order, I was the disp- I was one of very few sponsors of Hawaii's first stand-up comedy festival, the Aloha Comedy Festival.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: And it was great. We saw they brought in uh Kermit Apio. they brought in Paulo Gata, who is hilarious and um a couple other big name headlining acts. Wow. Uh the best one though is we went to a show with Paulo Gata. I went with a good friend of mine who's also a lawyer. Uh it was the first night of the festival, so the show was relatively empty, not completely empty, but it was relatively empty. And we sat right in the front row because we're comedy people. And he immediately saw me in a tie and started picking on us. Paulo Gata did. <laughs> and the guy sitting next to me kept accusing him of working for me. And that was the best part of the show, because the guy probably makes more money than me, has a lot more case to him. <laughs> is on the news, probably is better known. But he kept going, oh, so uh, if you're sponsoring the show, he must work for you. Is he a good boss? And like, the guy just couldn't answer. So it was, uh, it, it was oh a funny show, but it was also funny in other ways. So.
1: I feel like you fit perfectly into the comedy world, though. This makes so much more sense. I wish I knew this from the get-go. Because now everything just makes so much more sense. <laughs> well, it's
0: uh, one of those talents you kind of keep in your pocket. Like, I don't just whistle for anybody.
1: Oh, my God. Do you ever practice? I'm only going to whistle.
0: whistle if whistling is called for. I'm not just going to do it as a party trick. <laughs> not like, uh, <laughs> just, I'm not just <laughs> whistling for anybody who shows up. You know what
1: I mean? So, well, I'm so special. I feel so special. Do you do you practice? I mean, is this like a secret hobby on the side practice now? Practice improv? Yeah.
0: So it's something which kind of drifted away. The theater I was a big booster for, the Laugh Track Theater, closed. Uh, I remained friends with everybody, but the theater itself closed. Um, And I just never really performed that again, but I did like to stay involved. And the way I stay involved is I know everybody. And I make friends with them, and they know to come with me, come to me, if they have very basic legal questions and I've uh, provided help for uh both comedy u which has invited me to be a judge a couple times
1: oh my god uh,
0: at their wednesday night shows and no then, way uh, this is so fun tiny stage hawaii is about to open up soon which is going to be an improv stand up and actually a podcast theater all the same place and then uh, tiny stage hawaii is another a brand new Uh, production through improv Hawaii and I'm hoping to communicate with them and do some stuff with them it's up to them but uh but I'm good friends with everybody there I think at least in my mind I'm good friends with everybody
1: we'll find out if I'm not
0: on this podcast they may tell you otherwise oh
1: my goodness uh, no this is huge oh my god hopefully at some point they
0: all come through yeah
1: Okay, hey, I would love improv. I would love improv Hawaii. So how how
0: I, do you know about improv?
1: Because a I okay, this is a little secret. You probably don't know. I have a minor in theater, which is did not kind of, know that right. No one knows that. So I have a minor in theater, which is from HPU. So I don't know how valid that is because HPU doesn't have any reputation for theater. But that's okay. It no, was it was available. Like a college,
0: they could teach that. What? Yes. Um, what was the first production you were ever in?
1: Ever was long ever. before college. Oh my goodness. Ever. Oh my gosh. Ever. I think I was in third grade, and <laughs> right. I always, I always was in. I was always in plays, always, and I was always in productions. And
0: do you remember what it was?
1: It was well, definitely, it was some Christian thing because I went to a very Christian religious school, Doris Todd Memorial in Maui. Everyone who's um, in church in Maui, if they're in any kind of religious congregation, they know exactly
0: what the So, is. tell me uh, what kind of play was your favorite? What was the best play you're ever in? Um, I'm talking about stage play. I'm not talking stage about stage play. Uh, your
1: so. Teenager. I had to do sign language. I vol I don't know how I ended up in this role, but it was like no one else would take it or no one else no one else was capable. I don't remember what it was, but I had to learn sign language and I signed I actually signed the whole place. So I was the wow. the trend. I know.
0: Is there an And I, I was
1: um I was in sixth grade. God, I don't even remember. This was Seabury Hall. So I went to Seabury Hall from sixth grade to tenth grade in Maui and
0: worked um, in Seabury Hall? Shout out to Seabury Hall.
1: Yes, they were an amazing performing arts school. There's a lot of people that uh, came out of that performing arts school that ended up going big. And so who's the was...
0: greatest? And then I'll compete with you. Who's yeah. the greatest person who came out of your uh, school who made it? Besides <laughs> oh, I you, I What know.
1: you what I know I And then I have
0: uh, no I'll do. compete with you. <laughs>
1: i have no idea i can't i can't i can't brag i can't brag i I didn't graduate there i ended up graduating somewhere else i don't i can't even brag to you as long as you
0: graduated somewhere
1: somewhere somewhere else baldwin baldwin high school
0: so when i was in high school
1: okay
0: um i tested out of english class no 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 i'm sorry in in california You don't have to take four years of English, you take three and a half years, and then you take one half year of English elective. Mm. And play was English elective, and the most interesting kids to hang out with in my school, because I couldn't play sports, was the uh, kids in the play class, and I hung out with them uh, off time. But they were all in the play, and it seemed like they had a lot of fun, so I wanted to hang out, right?
1: So you joined the play because of the kids or did you actually, did you actually like acting?
0: Well, I wasn't against it. Okay. But I joined the class because I wanted to hang out with my friends and do that stuff. And it was a musical and I've never Uh been known for my singing and dancing. (laughs) I was, I was, uh, what? Like chorus member number two. And I had a line, which I remember to this day. And most of my friends who, if I still talk to them, also remember my line because it was that funny. <laughs> um, not the line itself. The, the content was not the, most, the funniest thing. But the, the delivery at the time in the context of the play, uh, amazing. And I was trusted with this line. Um, and it was good fun. And we all hung out. And I danced in the background as much as you can in high school. Oh
1: my goodness! I want to see was this. A
0: member, and then I'm sure there's a video somewhere. And then uh, we partied all night, and I slept through the matinee, and I got in trouble.
1: Oh my god! Okay, so your but, but, best no, hang on, hang on, moment no, was it? On, was it that line?
0: Okay. So I slept through the matinee, and I okay. got in trouble because I showed up after the afternoon show on the Sunday because we partied all oh, night. Okay. But I
1: did, but. Wait, 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 like you slept through the matinee, like you didn't show up for your line?
0: I didn't show up for the whole show.
1: Oh, I just God. slept right
0: through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when oh, I woke up, I God. showed up and they were was so mad. They were mad. But they were mad at me, but they couldn't really get mad at me because they were laughing at the other kid. Because when the other kid heard it was a matinee show, he thought that meant uh, they were just going to show a movie of the show that they had taken the day before because <laughs> that's what he thought matinee meant. Not show. <laughs> he thought matinee meant movie.
1: <laughs>
0: so while well, they were mad at me, they couldn't be that bad because they were laughing too hard at the other guy.
1: <laughs> so somebody replaced you on the, on the matinee who didn't know what he was doing, basically.
0: <laughs> no, well, it wasn't that complicated. I mean, it was... Okay. Uh, I, you know, you, it, I probably had an understudy. for my part they teased me a little bit i said okay so so uh, this is we had one guy who they kind of made fun of because the the semester before us uh was crucible and if you're familiar with the crucible there's one part in the second act this is this is going to be our theater nerd podcast for this episode and then we'll go back to (laughs) naomi's dating life after um he it, – it, there's a real long soliloquy of the – I think it's the judge in uh, The Crucible, which has line after line after line. It's just pages of stuff that you can't remember. So what he did is he wrote the first line of each of his paragraphs and posted it on the stage above uh, – like above the stage because where he stood, oh, no. he did see that. And then he could see the first line and then he could give his whole soliloquy. So they kind of teased oh, him a little wow. bit about not wow. being able to remember his lines. I understand. I mean, it was a lot of words uh, were in standing in one place and just living. And there was the same guy who played Danny Zuko the year before. So he was kind of mad. He thought he got demoted. But it was <laughs> an important part. right? <laughs> um, and he was a great Danny Zuko. Could I just mention He was like. He was do you amazing. remember
1: his name? What was his name? A shout out I'm to him.
0: not going to say his name, but I do know him. He's actually still a very good friend of mine. Okay, good. Uh, and he's an amazing lawyer who I, I would love to get a job from. But
1: wow, yeah, uh, so actors become lawyers. Do you see the trend here? The, the was theater
0: because you produce and write your own play,
1: right? And then, and then you gotta you gotta you gotta bullshit sometimes. So no,
0: no, there's no bullshitting in law. It's all real. Okay, and it's okay, um, okay. but it's you produce and write your own stage show, and then people give you ideas from the audience. Like I saw <laughs> that man; it was him. And you go, hang on, let me work with that. <laughs> But anyway, so he wrote all these words on top of the stage on like a paper, so he could read it. And then, so the next year, the next semester, when it came to my turn, when I joined, this is what I was friends with, but he wasn't in the class. So then I joined the class, and so I had one word and my line. So I went and wrote it on a piece of paper and I hid it behind the curtain on the left hand side, which is where I entered from. And I called him over. I said, "Hey man, hey man, I just wanted to let you know something. I really appreciate you." <laughs> and I and I opened the curtain. And we both sort of fell down (laughs) laughing that I wrote my one word (laughs) on the side of the stage to sort of make fun (sighs) of of, uh, paragraphs at the top of the stage. And you know, everyone kinda got a kick out of that. So Of
1: course. I I don't think you've changed. I think I feel like I was a made man after that. Right? This is you. I think this is still you. You know, 30 plus years later, yeah. this is still, this is the same, the same guy. You're still, you're still thinking your one word, your one word that you well, want to show off, right? Why should I be someone else? I was so like, fun. Yeah, I might
0: as well, uh, I might as well ride this horse till it's uh, done. You know what I mean?
1: And, and did the audience love it? I hope
0: so. <laughs> I hope so.
1: Okay, but do you remember like your first? Do you remember that applaud? I remember the applause. I remember when the audience would get engaged and you would see their faces, right? You could kind of see them lit up a little bit. And I remember hearing their responses and the like, their laughter or their cheer. And that was everything, right?
0: Yeah, I was kind of chorus member number
1: two.
0: <laughs> I don't know if the cheers were particularly for me. My parents were, but otherwise, I don't know if the cheers were particularly for me. <laughs> I wasn't against oh. it, but it's not like... Uh,
1: of course, that was for you. You're probably. I was doing play.
0: it. I was doing it for the art, not for the roar of the crowd, not for the acceptance. Okay.
1: The so did you, did you sing? Did you sing? Since you were you were in chorus, did what I did sing? you? I mean, did you did you sing beyond? I don't the think chorus? so. I don't
0: think I was. A, I mean, I might have. I don't remember. But I, I, I had one word that I said. But other than that, that was it. what was it that was, word? It was what was that word? Do you remember Pippin? Have you ever seen the play Pippin?
1: Oh gosh, long time ago. Like I can't even say I remember it, but I do remember. So, I do it's remember. Great point, yeah.
0: because it stars the guy from Greatest American Hero. Okay. And Ben Vereen in the in the movie version, the okay. stage movie version. So I haven't seen the movie. Both awesome. Ben Vereen, I saw one time at a uh, sushi king, piece to sushi king on King Street, over by the university, right. Hmm. When he was a million years old, but I saw him eat sushi at the late night special. and I assume some students took him. Uh, but yeah, so they did that, but the uh, it's a very interesting play because it's about how to live your life and like what to do to find happiness. And it's very meta in a time when meta was not popular, meta being like talking about being in the play, as opposed to just being characters. They would talk about being in the play, characters being in the play, if that makes sense. So uh, I really liked that play, and it sort of spoke to me. And my word was, at the very beginning of the show, there's a moment which, and I don't want to spoil a 40-year-old uh, play for anybody, but there's a moment at the <laughs> beginning of the show which which echoes the end. It's sort of... Uh, what do you call it? Um, what's the word when you say that uh, presages whatever's going to happen at the end? Foreshadows. Foreshadowing. For foreshadows, yeah. Is. So it foreshadows mm-hmm. the very end. I jump out at the beginning and say, now? And everybody says, not now. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because when I jump out at the end, it's the right time, right? So at the beginning, I jump out thinking it's the end. But, right, so the, it's it's – we're not supposed to be characters in a play, but clearly when they say that to me, they're talking about now, like am I jumping out at the right time in the play? And no, no, you're supposed to wait till the end of the play. So it's a real interesting sort of meta play. But you can understand why I didn't need to write the word now on the side of the stage uh, to make That's fun awesome. of the other but he, I, I think he got that. a kick out of it. I hope he. That doesn't, is awesome. I hope he did. I hope he doesn't hate me for it.
1: No, I love this. I I didn't know you had this side to you. Okay, so did you pursue plays? Amount Sprawl- you
0: don't know about me could probably fill the Grand Canyon.
1: Right. That's why we're. That's why we're doing this. We're going to open. Movie. That
0: was that was in a movie. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he delivered it better I sort of delivered it meanly I'm sorry I apologize.
1: Oh my goodness No, I love this no, Okay, it. so I mean, your, your experience in theater um, mm-hmm. So this is something that happened early in life And then did you pursue it continuously You took a break for a while or
0: No I graduated um, high, high school Because that was my last semester in high school I Graduated high school Got on a bus Moved to college and never took theater in college. Okay.
1: And did you Did you do any plays or? In college? Yes.
0: No, no, no. I got more into student government in college, to tell you the truth. Interesting. Okay. In college, I joined a fraternity in the South. So this is a different world, right? I'm a oh, my. Jewish kid in a classic Southern
1: fraternity. That's oh, a whole different my.
0: Um And... I was president of my fraternity in my sophomore year, which is relatively quick. Wow. And at the same time, I was president of my dorm. So I actually sort of maintained two residences, which is also weird. Mm. Um, but I maintained two residences and was president of both of them, which oh was an interesting. I mean, it wasn't a lot of work. I mean, the okay, first wait, dorm what, was what? What's going to happen no, to the I, door? It's not going to fall down. We, or like we
1: have to hear about this. You cannot keep this a secret anymore. you got to talk about this.
0: okay? Which I don't, I don't, uh, you will ask me a hard question and I'll give hard you question. an easy evasion.
1: What was the worst night during this experience of, of being the fraternity president? The worst night? Yes. Like what was the scariest shit you had to deal with? I mean.
0: Oh. My fraternity was so, I mean, we were, I, I'll tell you, I mean, the best night, if it's the worst night is there was one particular night, the guy who was president before me. Um, I think it was during Greek week. So everybody was throwing a party. He was walking. Uh, I saw him walking in front of another fraternity house. So I just stopped to like sort of wave at him and say hi.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and he approached my car. He's like, Hey, give me a ride. But I was sober. So I was going to pick up the guys from the bar and for some reason, the whole fraternity like came out and yelled at me like, oh, you won't give him a ride. The other for house, um, Lambda Chi Alpha, who I still – no, no, it wasn't them. I'm sorry. It wasn't Lambda Chi Alpha. I forget who it was. But they came out and they uh, sort of like yelled at me like you won't take care of him. You won't take care of your brother, stuff like that. So I put him in the car. I took him back to the house, dropped him off at our house. He was super drunk. And he didn't really hang out that much. He was an ex-president. He had sort of moved on. But he was hanging out for some reason. I went and go picked up our other brothers from the bar uh, at Old Main. No, no, no. Sorry. On Dixon Street in uh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. It was called Old Post Office was the name of the bar because it, oh, it was an old post office, which they turned into a bar. Um, and they jumped in. We drove back to the house. Well... I was so pissed about these guys approaching the car that the whole ride I, this is before cell phones the whole ride so they're wondering why I'm late the whole ride I'm telling them how pissed I am that they did this meanwhile the president the old president's back at the house the whole time he's telling those guys like I don't know why they wouldn't give me a ride home I was just walking by I want to drop by and see my friend they wouldn't let me in they said whatever and so one of the other guys is like well we're gonna go over there <laughs> I'm like what? And he said, "Well, uh, there's two things we could do. We can either let him get away with this, or we can go over there and have a conversation." So I said, "Okay." So we all jumped in the back of—I think it was three pickup trucks. There were a lot of us. There, were, I, think, I think there were a total of twelve, and I was a lot thinner back then. But there were a total of twelve. Um, one guy was ninety pounds soaking wet. I mean, <laughs> he was serious with clothes on. He was—if you wrapped—I mean, he was like, like a, you know how, uh, like, like a twenty-four-inch waist. He was twenty-four inches all up <laughs> and down. Like, whole body was twenty-four inches. The guy was the skinniest thing uh, you've ever seen. Oh, was, I'm so uh, badass, But he was super skinny. Then there was me. I was the second smallest kid in this team going over there.
1: No, Everybody you were else, not.
0: No, yeah, no. I was. And, and, and I was a sinner back then, but I wasn't athletic by any means. But I was the second smallest next to that other guy. Everyone Everybody no else either played college-level rugby or college-level <laughs> football for a real <laughs> team because we're an SEC school
1: oh my god
0: so there was like a guy who had played for cincinnati who came there was a guy whose name was big mike (laughs) who literally blocked out the sun the guy was gigantic and so (laughs) we roll um i could probably go through and and name them all right now but they're gigantic so on the way over everyone makes an agreement that i'm the one who's gonna do the talking everyone else is gonna be there and i think ron told me who is also a huge dude? Goes, it's either five or fight, man. You have five minutes to talk to him, but if it goes longer than that, we're getting to a fight. Oh, I'm like, shit. Okay. I'm like, all right, man, if that's what we got to do, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> but, the idea was, but the idea was that we weren't just going to sit there all night. Like, that was it. So we roll up about 12 deep to their front lawn, and I want to say it was like, well, it had to be after two in the morning because I was going to pick up those kids from <laughs> the bars. So we're talking like 2.33 in the morning. I think one or two of the guys had a bat. Like, I mean, it was not.
1: Oh, my God. During
0: like, the fights. Like, we were the happy fun fraternity, right? But it just wasn't going to go. And these guys were sort of the young upstarts who were like, whatever. And the guy, I still remember it very clearly, the guy comes out, and I wasn't a lawyer yet, but I guess I was. The guy comes out, and they wouldn't let the president come out. I said, let me talk to your president. And they're like, oh, no, he's busy right now. I'm like, well, what's he so busy doing that he can't see us? Because we're here to see him. Like, no, no, he can't come. I'm like, I'd really like to see him. He goes, no, we don't want to do that. Why don't you call tomorrow and you can set up an appointment. We could do it like that. I said, hang on a second. And I knew this guy from, like, uh, government stuff. I shouldn't be saying this. This Uh is not stuff
1: I should expose. Uh-oh, we are telling secrets no, of my No, no I can't
0: say this. So the guy was from, I think, New Jersey, and he had a heavy, and this is in Arkansas, right? So he had a heavy New Jersey accent, and he was, uh, and he sort of, he was one of these guys who traded on his New Jersey-ness, you know what I'm talking about? Like, hey, uh, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, he traded on it. Like, he was that wow. kind of guy. I wow. said, a second. You're from uh, New Jersey, right? He's like, yeah. Well, you tell me. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't think I, I said, you tell me. I don't know where you were raised. And I don't know how you were raised, but if I have a problem with another man, I just go to that guy's place, I knock at his door, and I ask that man to have a conversation with me. Maybe where you're raised, you wait until the next morning, you put on a suit and tie, you get a briefcase, you call him on the phone, you ask for an appointment, you go to his house, or you, you talk to him over the phone and say, excuse me, sir, there may have been a misunderstanding, maybe that's what you do. What I do is I go talk to a man-to-man. Oh, boy. Which one do you do? Like, oh, yeah, we uh, talk to a man-to-man. All right, well, why don't you tell him to come out here and talk to us? And, and he immediately shut up. The other guy's like, hey, man, we're sorry about the whole thing. Look, we don't want trouble. Da-da-da-da-da. And so the other guy's like, all right, let's just go. I'm like, okay. All right, guys, next time. See you guys later. Oh, wow. But it was real close to... It was real close to coming to blows and more than that we were at their house like it would be very hard to say that it wasn't our fault oh my goodness honestly
1: this Um, makes so much more sense while you're here i mean you're you're speaking hawaiian language you fit in you fit in like you're from here because this is exactly like the same kind of stuff it's just the language is different um i I, I get it i get why you're here now (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't see it. I think we've all raised there where if you have a real problem with somebody, you talk to them directly.
1: And you I mean, yes, yes. He was trying to
0: play me and I wasn't going to take that. And, and uh, I came with uh, more than he had at that moment. And we did look kind of impressive in that minute.
1: A little um, intimidating. I mean, you you talked you about Big Mike. I mean, you said he no. blocked out the sun. So and Big I Mike's mean.
0: the happiest, nicest guy in the world. Like he's just smiling, <laughs> is happiest, he had a soft <laughs> voice. Not like a high pitch voice, but he had a soft. Tracy had a high pitch voice. There was a guy named Tracy, like a oh. boy Sue, But there was a guy named Tracy, uh, with the highest pitch voice you ever heard. But <laughs> a right hand from like I mean, the guy was like a, a brick house you know what i mean but it, it's for for whatever reason we just they were all kind of good old boys and then this one jewish kid from la
1: <laughs> which is which is the, the question of how did you end up in arkansas
0: <laughs> uh, that's a question for another time i appreciate you talking to me this afternoon we got uh right I think we got we got a whole bunch of Arkansas stories for you.
1: We we're uh, gonna have after, to touch on that next time. Yeah, how how Absolutely. how Arkansas happened, and then Hawaii makes a lot more sense after this story. I got well, it now. Okay. After
0: Arkansas, <laughs> I then moved to Japan, so <laughs> it's uh, I, it, it's interesting. I've lived in a bunch of different places, and they all kind of average out. So
1: good. So do it a lot wherever you go. Good. Okay. So next time we're gonna go to Arkansas and Japan. Okay. Yes.
0: Okay, okay, you dragged it up.